taking control because I am the boss now. Damn it. We are here today to run to give through up through the Happy Jack's Funhouse. <laughs> Sounds so you fun. You can't ignore me, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> I should have thought of songs that say happy in them so I could play them for you guys. So you all know each other, all your characters know each other. We're just going to hand wave that. Uh, most of you have played in the previous one shot that I ran, but there is a new character this time. So if you want to briefly describe and introduce your characters, starting with John, Pippi. Great. I am Pippi Kismet. I am a three foot two, 45 pound female gnome. I'm a traveling merchant that goes uh, from city to city selling potions and trinkets. Uh, she loves to talk to people and ask a lot of questions because she likes to learn as much as she possibly can. Uh, she wants to be a valuable part of any team or any group of people that she's in and constantly lets them know how she can be helpful and how she can try to be a, 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 an asset to them, uh, even to the point of semi-annoyance. She has a, has a lot of little trinkets and stuff that she carries on her. She has like a belt with vials and, and shiny necklaces and stuff. And uh, she's just a, a fun little person to have around. And she always talks about herself in the third person. Pippi always does. Okay, that's fun. Uh, Leland, can you remind us who Jacques is? Ah, Jacques Mettier. He is the real, the truest Jack of all trades. I am... Uh, a little goblin. He he stands about three feet tall. So, ah, baby, I like me a tall woman. Ah. He is a rogue fighter, wizard, ranger, monk. Of quintuple classed. First time I've ever <laughs> multi-classed five times. He will be incredibly ineffective, uh, just as he was <laughs> in the original one shot. But he's two classes better, at least in his mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Elena. Tell us a little bit about Pam. Hi, I'm Pam. I'm five feet tall. I'm a half elf. Uh, you know, I'm an empty nester. So I've started adventuring with my friends and I'm like 50 years old and I'm a bard. I have my favorite scarf on and I love necklaces and banglies and stuff. So Pippi and I are going to get along great. I can't wait. And Bill. You are bringing back a character from the pep shot. I sure am. I am very excited to be bringing Booch back for a return appearance on the show. Um, I had a lot of plun, a lot of plun flaying him. <laughs> That's oh, something wow. Booch would say. It probably is actually. <laughs> As always, I'm a master of role playing. Um, it was fun playing Booch, is what I was trying to say. So he is a male turtle. He's about six foot tall. He's a pretty uh, hefty fella because he has a massive shell. So he's around, he's, he's north of 200 pounds. He is very happy-go-lucky. Um, I'd say maybe a little bit surfer dude-ish. He likes to have fun. He likes to explore nature. He's, uh, he's a druid, I should say, as well. And he loves fermentation and sporulation and all things um, alive with microbes and the sort. So he has a shell full of spore babies, which are his um, pride and joy. And he's, he's in to have a good time and maybe share some interesting flavors with whoever he comes across. Great. This will be fun. I'm not at all nervous. Don't worry, Booch, Booch will make sure it's a blast. He always has a good time. <laughs> so you have been traveling for a while, you stop in a little town, and you hear about a fair that's in a nearby town called Little Ivywood. And having nothing better to do, you decide to check it out. As you get closer to the Little Ivywood, you can hear the sound of a pipe organ dancing on the air. Everything smells deliciously of sweets and grilled foods, and you notice red, green, and blue flashing lights bouncing off low-hanging clouds. The road you're on goes directly to the town square in the center of the village. 
On your right, you see a tavern and inn with a small cluster of adults standing out front talking hushedly to each other. You also see five food stands. Each vendor is a mechanical humanoid. You see someone from the town approach one stand and place a silver coin in the slot, bringing the mechanisms to life. It whizzes in words and hands a delicious treat to its customer, which you can smell from where you are. It's a corn dog. The other food stands you see are cotton candy, caramel corn, candied apples, and deep fried fruit pies. The front of the inn, which you can now see is called the Curious Beaver Inn and Tavern, you see a tall, skinny building that you think is the funhouse. Next to this building is the source of the music you heard. A Vistani crone, covered in rags, cranks an organ grinder while a grungy and mangy-looking monkey tumbles and dances at her feet. On her shoulder is a parrot that has seen better days, its feathers ragged and with hunks missing. You occasionally catch a whiff of something off and slightly unpleasant from the direction. An odd-looking minecart, carved and painted to resemble the head of a dragon, sits on a metal rail behind her. Three large animated barrels on the ground near the funhouse rotate, shining bright, colorful lights into the sky, illuminating the low white clouds above. The crone speaks. Come and have the experience of a lifetime. Enter Happy Jack's Funhouse. There are so many wondrous sights to see inside you don't want to miss out. <laughs> The eight adults standing in front of the Curious Beaver Inn and Tavern also gesture for you to approach them. The crone calls out again. Pam! Beware the scarves that bind you! Jacques! Every whip has its weakness. Booch! Mushrooms grow and mushrooms die. Pippi! Is what has died truly dead? And immediately, uh, one of the parents calls out, You look to be brave adventurers. We have need of your skills and strength. Please come here. What do you want to do? Hey, Pamela, you've been uh, described as a curious beaver a time or two in your day, huh? <laughs> yeah, and a hungry beaver. I want some cotton candy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I want a corn dog. Ah, uh, Pippi, you and I, great minds. They sink alike. Pippi. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want two corn dogs. I'm really hungry. I love them. Well, uh, well, howdy there, little lady. Um, what's, uh, what's this, what are these things you're, you're telling each of us? And I find it very interesting that you know all our names. That's, that's kind of cool. How, how'd you do that? I have ways to see things. There are things that I just know. Ah, I think I know what you're talking about. You've been into some sporulation and had some visions. I've been there a time or two. <laughs> Your spores, I do find them quite interesting. They sure are. So, Should we so... go talk to these guys over there that are... You do not want to get on the ride? This uh, lady, she, she likes the sports, like Booch. But I will say, whips do not have a weakness. No, 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 no. At least not in the hands of Jacques Mathieu. One of the parents goes, Psst, come here, please. Come here. Pam goes, Ah, Pamela! I will follow you. I look over at the corn dog stand. I sort of glance back and forth to the person and back to the corn dog stand. And, <laughs> and then. And I go over, I follow uh, Pam. That's, that's a nice color on you, Pam. Thanks, Pippi. Uh, Pippi, you do not like uh, these mechanical vendors, huh? They seem to be right up your alley. I mean, I think we'll get a couple corn dogs before we get on the ride, if possible, but I've got to see what these guys want. If the ride is intense, you may up uh, a chuck, as they say. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'll just put a couple in my pouch. Save them for later. <laughs> Ah, the curious beaver pouch. <laughs> the food pouch that they hands about at the inn. <laughs> That's right. Butch, are you coming with us, no? You you guys don't worry. I can cure what ails you. I've got all sorts of 
special things I can whip up in case anyone, you know, is going <laughs> to toss their chunks. I'll do the whipping around here, Booch. Yeah, so Booch follows as well. <laughs> and Jacques pulls out a whip and just cracks the air to emphasize that uh, his specialty in whips. Hot diggity dog, Jack. That's that's something pretty exciting. You can do that all day. I like it. <laughs> so one of the women, once you guys get close, she's talking in a somewhat hushed voice, says, When Happy Jack first came to town, we were all excited. We had heard of him in his traveling funhouse. Everyone spoke highly of it. Even our mayor remembered seeing him perform when he was younger, doing standalone magic tricks on a street corner. And another parent says, Yeah, he rode into town waving and laughing and tossing candies to our children. He promised us fun, tasty food, brilliant lights, music, and, and of course, his fun house. And he gestures to the tall, skinny building. A whole house of fun! And the third parent says, Which he caused a change from a satchel to this! And now that you're closer to it, you can see that it is a 60-foot-tall, 100-foot-long, 2-foot-wide building. The side of which is painted with pink hippos, a swarm of snakes, a mechanical man carrying a strange tool, and hundreds of multicolored dots the size of cantaloupes. All of this surrounds a 15-foot-tall, 15-foot-wide, smiling face, its mouth open and painted black. And everything was fine at first. The way to get into the funhouse is great, and there are all manner of oddities inside. A hippopotamus, a snake person, a slippy slide, but our children have gone missing! We've been too scared to enter again, and we don't want to make Jack mad. Children are missing? Are you... What? Yes, our children. Eight of them. We, we, we know we can't defeat him or save our children. Please. Please go save them. Hot diggity dog, lady. That... I mean... Bring bring my Lucy back to me. Oh, they poked the mama bear now. I'm I'm a get <laughs> That we can, we can get... We have gold. We can give you for a reward. Oh, don't worry and, about that. I mean... If the kids are probably in there having fun, Pippi thinks you're going to be just fine. Okay. Thank to you. clarify, she is BB. <laughs> and to clarify, I'm a mom and an adventurer, and I will treat them as I would treat my own. I will go get your kids for you. I am so glad you guys have come along. We've been so scared. They've been missing for days. How many days? Uh, three. Three days they've been gone. Tell us, what are their names? What are their names? Lucy, uh... uh there's Lucy, my Lucy, and her friend Akshi, and, and Briggs, and Kova, and Fallon, and, and Jalixi. She's missing too, right? And Wendred? Holy guacamole! <laughs> that's children. a lot of kids! Perhaps we should take this gold, huh? Yeah. <laughs> this job is getting a lot bigger than just one Lucy! Well, y you know, Jack, um, I, I like Pippi's I like Pippi Spunk. I think Pippi's uh, probably right. <laughs> Jacques! Jacques! Please! We oh. must not confuse her with this uh, clown man! Right, right. I struggle <laughs> with it. it. Is that is that Spanish, Jack, uh, Jacques? Ah, uh, yes, from the Southern Isles. Uh, I thought so. I thought so. Uh, you know, I think Pippi's probably right there. I'm sure they just got lost. They're having lots of fun in there. Um, I, I don't need the gold. If, if you guys want it, Help yourselves out. Sure. But Jack, Jack and I will take the gold. It's fine. No if, need if to They've worry. been in there for three days. We probably ought to take some provisions. Like uh, the corn dogs. Corn dogs, yeah. <laughs> and some fruit pies. Yep, yep, yep. And they got beaver tails here? What? I forget what they said. Uh, what do we see? You see. What the hell is a beaver tail? Oh, it's like a pastry. Uh, in Michigan, we call them elephant ears. But... In the South Isles of Spanishness, there are beaver tails. I can't believe you haven't heard of them. Uh, it's been a long time since I've been back to the home country. I've got some some tasty and scrumptious things on my shell, but I don't I don't really think they'd be great for children to eat. They might not have a good time, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, so developing minds, huh, and all yes, that. Yes, yes. <laughs> So other than the corn dogs, there's cotton candy, caramel corn, candied apples, and deep-fried fruit pies. Ooh, I want a deep-fried fruit pie. Oh, pie! Ooh. Pam, can you give me a history check, please? Oh, shit, we need dice. Uh, with advantage. You're telling us we need dice for this? <laughs> yes. Oh? Yes, you need dice! <laughs> Sorry, it was the only thing I didn't have in front of me. 
Alright, with advantage, my first history check was 21. So, you remember... You saw Jack. You saw Happy Jack when he was younger. What? Only then, he was going by Von Zarevich the Magnificent. You saw him on a street corner performing magic tricks that were not very good and were not very well attended, and mostly people pitied him or made fun of him. Guys, guys, I've seen this guy before. Jack. Sorry, what was his previous name? Von Zarevich. Von Zarevich. The Magnificent, and he was not magnificent, I'll tell you that. Being a traveling merchant, would uh, would Pippi have ever heard? You know, you've heard the name Von Zarevich before, yes. Because I know John's heard that name before. Does does John need a reminder of where he's heard that name before? I would assume it's probably, <laughs> if I recall, would be within the Estrad campaign, right? Yes. Well, we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll great. say to uh, Pam, okay. Von Zarevich, you say? Yeah. I've heard of him. Uh, Not somebody to be trifled with, but but I think we'll be okay. I mean, it's a fun house, right? What could go, possibly go wrong in a fun house? Right, I mean, I was just a kid, and I mean, look at me now, I'm graying at the temples, but... <sighs> I don't buy my lie, you a silver fox, huh? <laughs> Little bit, I'm getting there. <laughs> the, the word fox sounded kind of crazy with your accent. <laughs> <laughs> silver fox. <laughs> <laughs> I put a coin in the uh, robot that makes the food. Okay, but until you put the coin in, it was just completely still. You put the coin in, and it starts to whiz and whir and comes to life. And it, which one did you do? I'll start with corn dogs. It uh, reaches into the middle of the box, stand in front of it, and pulls out a warm, toasty corn dog and hands it to you, and then goes back to being motionless. Okay, let's take it out. I'll sniff it. Does it smell good? Yeah, it smells like a delicious corn dog. Does it smell like anything uh, as an uh, a uh, artificer and out and a lot know a lot about alchemy and stuff? Does it smell like there's anything un off or unusual about the uh, corn dog? Nope. Uh, Bo- Booch is going to offer to smell it as well. So you walk over and sniff it. <laughs> Can I have a sniff, sniff there, corn dog? Pippi? I- <laughs> If you're worried about whether it's good or not, let me tell you, I've got all sorts of experience tasting and sniffing things that maybe I maybe I shouldn't have been tasting and sniffing. I, I sort of stick the stick up out of his nose and go, take a whiff! So I take a big whiff. Ooh, ooh-wee. I, I reckon that's mighty fine corn dog there, Pippi. <laughs> I take a bite of it and look inside. It looks like a corn dog. There you see... A hot dog surrounded by cornmeal fried stuff. Mm, that's one good wiener. Take another bite and stick a coin back in to get another. And it whizzes and whirs and comes to life and hands you another corn dog. Okay, so I'd like to get five corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do not know when this place closes, but perhaps we should get a move on, huh? Yeah. Well, we, we want to have food for the kids, right? Uh, surely they've maybe eaten one or two of them themselves after three days. Uh, I don't know about you, but I get mighty hungry. Chuck, come on. Gotta think positive. What did I tell you? I said only one or two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go get a fruit pie over here and a bag of cotton candy for the rope. <laughs> I'll take, I want to try one of these fruit pies, too. What kind of accent is that, Jack? I'm alive. It's time to make you a little bit, huh? I'm not from the South. It came out a little funny. So you get all your food and gather up, and as you're walking back towards the funhouse and Reaver, she says to Pam, she looks right at you and says, Do those around you really need you? And then she looks at Jack, Jacques and says, Not everyone can be whipped into shape. And then to Booch, she says, only one small spark is needed to create an inferno. And to Pippi, she says, Are you feeling a little under the water, dearie? Ooh, a chill runs up Pam's spine and just, she <sighs> takes a deep breath. This uh, lady, she's a little freaky, you know? Uh, ooh, ooh, we, uh, lady, that's, that's not the nicest thing to say. It, I've got a some bad experiences with fire. Yes. 
Do you want to go into the fun house? Well, originally, uh, I'll be honest, I was, I was pretty excited, um, but you're saying some pretty funky and freaky things. <laughs> Does that mean no, Booch? <laughs> what are we doing? The kids are in there. Hello, we gotta go get the kids. Stop poking the mama bear. Let's go. I'm just, I guess I'm just thinking out loud, guys. I mean, I, I'm always down to clown, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, let's do it. I'm in. The way in is on the roller coaster. And she points to the minecart with a dragon head behind her. Is this big enough for all of us to fit in? It has two seats by three seats, so it's three benches that two people can sit on each. Pamela, after you. All right. Make sure you buckle up. Oh, I always buckle up for safety. Thanks for the reminder. Now, now, sorry, folks, but, uh, you know, my shell takes up a bit of space. So if someone wants to sit with me, uh, it, it maybe should be one of, one of you smaller folks. Well, Booch, actually, as, as you climb inside, you notice that the seat kind of morphs to accommodate your size. Hot, hot and dog. You fit perfectly in the seat. Not right now. We just got him. Isn't that something? <laughs> <laughs> hot corn dog. <laughs> I like your humor, Pippi. I hop in the seat with uh, Booch. I pull out the bag and I, on the stick, I write, I pull out a corn dog, I write Lucy and another one, Ashkey and Briggs. And I label each one of them. Now, now we're covered. <laughs> the roller coaster is the entrance to the funhouse. The cart rests on two short rails leading nowhere. Once you sit in the cart and secure the safety harness, the cart begins to move and the rail system magically manifests, extending several hundred feet throughout the town. You go over loops, through barrel rolls, hammerhead turns, corkscrew drops, and high-speed curves before entering the 15-foot-high, painted, open mouth of Happy Jack. There is a flash of bright light and you hear a high-pitched YUM before continuing into the funhouse. Ew. Ooh-wee. The cart... <laughs> that was fun. What was that? Woo-hoo! <laughs> the cart pulls up to a wooden dock, allowing you to exit the vehicle onto a platform. All right, everybody out. I jump out. Uh, can any everybody make me a con save? And anybody that has a con of 15 or higher has advantage. Oh, dope. Would be Jacques. Oh wow, that advantage sucked. I got a fourteen. Seventeen. <laughs> Three. Uh, fourteen for Booch. Everybody is fine except for Pam. Pam gets off the cart. She staggers over to the wall, puts her hand on the wall, and throws up profusely. Mm. Ooh, wee Pam. Here, let. I walk over and and pat her on the back. Your your cookies really didn't stay down there. I didn't have any cookies. I'd pie, you idiot. Well, oh, okay. Carney food will do that to you until you get used to it. It's just a finger of speech, you know. Oh, freaking booch. You walk into a 30-foot deep, 60-foot wide room. Everything looks dilapidated and abandoned. Clusters of old advertisements and flyers are on the walls. The smell of mildew is everywhere. The lights that are still functioning are flickering as if about to go out. There is a large 10-foot square white crate painted with colorful polka dots in the center of the room. Cubbies, dusty and abused by years of guests, sit mostly empty along the west wall. Velvet ropes are set up to direct crowd lines in the west end of the room. The northwest corner has a trap door on the floor and there is another in the northeast corner. Two small doors, one on the left, one on the right, with a large door between them, are found along the north wall. A painting of a clown hangs above the large middle door, a paper banner dangles from its teeth, and reads, Welcome to the Funhouse. Along the east wall are two ten-foot-long wooden tables covered in loose papers that are divided by another door with a sign above it reading in a cheery script, Only Happy Jack's personnel beyond this point. What do you want to do? Uh, which door do we go into, huh? This place stinks. Look at this box. Booch, you'd love it, all this mold and fermented crap. Pam, you, you hit that... Head on the nail? <laughs> Pam, you, you hit the toad right on that stool. It does smell <laughs> fantastic in here. 
you smell that must, that mold, that mildew, it's just full of life. It's disgusting. Uh, I was gonna say, look at that, look at that big boy, that, that bat, the, you know, that, look at how big that door is with that big thing above it. Yeah, quite the welcome. Well, we should probably get in line. Ah, screw getting in line, let's go visit the personnel area, see any information there's in there. Cannot go back there, we are not as happy as Jack personnel, no? We are adventurers tasked to save these children. Yeah, but there are still rules. Yeah. Kamala! What I'm if there's you, security Jack. cameras and, like, you know, videos of, like... <sighs> I'll go by myself. It's fine. I like to sometimes color a bit out of the lines, but I think Jack's got a point. Uh, uh, jock. <laughs> it's a tough one. Jock. Jock's got a point here. <laughs> Color out of Z lines and just make a messy picture, no? I'm walking over to the personnel door to see if it's unlocked. Pam? You're gonna try the door? Pam, that could be dangerous. I'm gonna try the door. The door is locked. Ah, frick, the door is locked, you guys. I told you, Pamela, you fool. I will uh, start examining the, the table to the south. Okay, so on this table, you see uh, posters and pamphlets advertising the fun houses attractions. There are eight different posters. On one, you see an armored woman holding a flail with a bear trap at the end, and it says, Akshi, survivor and tracker supreme. On another one is a scrawny man with waders on. And it says, Biggs, no fish can outswim his cast. Uh, third says, is a man with bright eyes wearing a magician's cape and a top hat. Kova, magician extraordinaire. Another is a heavyset woman wearing a baker's hat and apron with a rolling pin in the pocket and flour all over her. And it says, Lucy, the world's best baker. Then there's another. This is a, a proper looking woman clad in a noble's ball gown. And it says, Mervinia, classiest and sassiest. Another says, Fallon, an explosion of fun. And has an overweight man with a barrel around his waist wearing a pirate's hat and a fake eye patch. Another has a scrawny, withered-looking woman wearing a headpiece full of focusing lenses and says, Zhao Lixi, she'll take your voice away. And the last one says, Wendrig, no truant kids on his watch, and shows a haughty, professional-looking man with a grim demeanor wearing a high-colored jerkin. These do not look like children. Ah, have we been uh, bamboozled? Wait, wait, Pippi, Pippi, compare your yeah. corn dog names. Are these the names? Oh, yeah, they are. That's... Oh, but I did miss one. Oh, no. Somebody's not going to get a corn dog. <laughs> uh, perhaps eight, uh, eight you names. can leave the tracker. Can get their own food, no? Okay, so there's obviously some kind of magic going on. They're being held captive to be performers for the circus uh, what or something. What if we uh, were lied to out uh, by the parents, huh? These are not children. It's been a lot more than three days, I think. Well, I mean, sure. Maybe it's been more than three days, but also magic. You never know. The kids grow up so fast, I guess. Uh, I do not know. They sure do, Jack. It's it's something else. Ah, uh, Jacques! I, uh, oh, I'm sorry. The names line up. They're obviously not here by choice. But they're prisoners or something. I don't know. We do not know what their wage is. Maybe they're making quite a lot of coin. Being as a performer, it seems like a wonderful this job. This place seems dead. I mean, I you can say it's alive, Booch, but it smells like crud. Well, this is just the entry room. There's a door over there. Would There's no one in? in line. There was like a dilapidated roller coaster we took in here. Come on. Don't you know? Uh, what about this polka dot box, no? All right. Let's bust it open. What's inside? Just kidding. I have thieves tools. You too, probably, Jack. Jacques. His, his, his name's not it's Jack. It's Jacques. Man. Fine. Got it. Only Pamela can call me Jack. So you're going to try and open the box? Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, I'm gonna go through the the actual uh, ropes there, all the way to the other side. Uh, <laughs> Pippi's follow following the, the rules. Hang on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go to the other side and, and look to see if there's any kind of lever or anything on it. On what? The box. Is there any like place that's obvious to open the box, or is it just a regular box? Well, as soon as Jacques touches said box. Uh -oh. It just falls apart, oh. and you see before you a medium-sized hippo who has a sign in his mouth that says, Welcome to Happy Jacks! And there's something around his neck. 
Uh, he performs a little simple jig, a little couple tricks, and then he just stares at you. And he, he looks friendly. <gasps> is it a, it's a mechanical hippo or an actual like hippo? It, it is a real life mini hippo. Oh my gosh, it's oh. so cute, Jock. Aren't you glad we opened this box? No wonder it sort of smells in here. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> uh, the hippo looks a little hurt at that. We made a friend though. Do you want to come find the kids with us? Well, let's see what's around his neck. Oh, ah, hippo, can I take this? And I'll like tentatively reach out. Give me a uh, animal handling check, please. Ah, uh, animal in the sheets. Animal in the streets is what they call me, huh? <laughs> can I, uh, can I assist seeing that I'm a druid and I'm very good with animals? Uh, yeah, you give him a little bit of advice, so Jacques, you can roll with advantage. I think I would have walked over as soon as there was an animal there as well. I just didn't want to <laughs> okay. interrupt people. Well, even with it, thank you, Bucci, but even with advantage, I rolled uh, two 12s, which gives me a 13. Oh, <laughs> that is just enough. You carefully reach in, and you can see that it is a name tag, essentially, around his, he's got a collar and a, and a tag around his neck, and it says, Bubby. Bubby? Uh, Bubby, this is someone's pet. Aww. Hey there, little guy. And then you look closer, underneath Bubby in small letters, it says, Where Hippo? <laughs> do, do not let this bite you. I <laughs> back up a little bit. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, I do not know what is a where Hippo. You put where in front of anything and it's not a good idea. Well, it's right here. Jock, he's fine, I'm sure. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Every time you get to me. Oh, took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, uh, let's check out this other table over here. So I'll move to the table that's uh, on the other side of the door. More of the same thing. More of the same thing. Okay. Hey, guys, there's, like, doors in the floor. Should we open these up? Hey, Bubby, should we open these doors up? What's in the, what's in the basement? The hippo just looks at you. Booch, uh, Bobby. Booch, Booch wants to interact with, with Bubby a little bit, so he's going to kneel down and kind of get more on the level with Bubby and say, uh, hey, little guy. And get hey, buddy. bit? <laughs> if you get bit in the face, Booch. No. You're gonna <laughs> Booch be a, has thick skin. A wear hippo he's, turtle. He's had a little, a little uh, friendly nip from a forest creature. So you wanted to talk to Bubby? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I wanna. I wanna kind of just see if he responds to me at all, and um, if I feel like he's not too scared, um, I'll maybe reach into my shell and and pull out a little treat that I can give him. Uh, he's not scared at you at all, and he seems kind of just. He's just a happy hippo, and if you pull out a treat, he will gladly eat it. Oh, there you go, buddy. I bet you and I could be great friends. Listen, any any pointers, any tips? What can you tell us about this place? It's uh, firstly, let me just say it's got a great aroma. Um, but what else is going on here? You seen little guys running around, little guys, little girls running, playing, having fun. What's happening here? Bubby just seems kind of confused by your questions. Um, you can probably maybe like get a feeling that he has seen lots of little people running okay. through here. At different times. He, he has, like, really no sense of time. It's just gotcha. people come, people go. I I got you, Bubby. Don't worry. You know, you're you're a simpler folk. That's all. That's good. Takes all kinds for the world to go around. Um, I'm just going to let you chew on your little treat and go catch up with my friends here. You take care, little guy. He just smiles at you. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> Sorry about that comment, Bubby, but I just was curious where you poop. What? Oh my gosh, kids. Okay. <laughs> do we or do we not look in the basement, everyone, before we go in? Like, should I peek in the door here or what? Well, we are here for the attractions, huh? The kids. Why would they be in the basement? Because they're being held prisoner. No, 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 no. I tell you, they are under the employ of Happy Jack. They're making a living. Sure. Huh? for the family. Stop being naive. I have much wisdom in my older age. Ah, Pamela, I tell you. Well, we can always come back. Why don't we go in the jack hole here? The what? <laughs> the door here with Happy Jack on top the of it. The jack hole? Do you even know what you're saying, Pippi? Pippi <laughs> is explaining some things. Pippi wants she sees to go it. in the jack hole. <laughs> it's right there. 
I go over to the door underneath Happy Jack, and there's a sign you said. What did the it sign said? Welcome say? to the fun house. Welcome to Happy Jack's fun house. Yeah. I would think the kids are probably in there. Fine. But if we don't find anything, I want to check out this basement. Secret passage. Whatever it is, I'll never know. Sure. Well, is there a lock on the door? Or does it look like it's just like a pole? The main two double doors underneath the poster is just a, a pole. Let's go. I will go over to it and sort of crack one of the doors and sort of look in to see if I can see anything. Okay. I'll go. Kids! Oh, gosh. Maybe we should have just had you talk normal and Leland could change your voice. <laughs> Booch loves it. Immediately inside the door, all you can see is about five foot ahead of you. There is a about four foot tall wall made out of crumbly, cardboardy material. Is it really dark? Like there's no light or just we can't see far because there's a wall there? Uh, she, she only opened the door a crack. Okay, I'd, I'd open it up more. We going in or what? We. Oui. Come on, Pippi. We the way. Is it? Are there lights in here? There are lights in this area, yes. Okay. Then, uh, let's go! There's. I go in and sort of turn. And, and Now, these walls, are they all the way up? Crumbly walls that go up to the ceiling? Or are they half walls? Or There are four half walls, about four foot tall, that go halfway into the room from either side, alternating. So you have to weave back and forth to go through the room. They are constructed using loose blocks of pressed wood and look like they would crumble if pushed too hard. The first half wall that comes from the right is broken by uh, where it would attach to the wall like something busted through it. The phrase, Happy Jack loves you, and images of screaming and laughing demons and devils are painted on the walls in this area. Cool, it's a maze! When you get to uh, a few steps into the door trying to go around that first wall... I need you to give me a wisdom save. I get advantage uh, uh, with some saves against magic. I will roll it, and you tell me if I get to roll it with advantage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Oh, well, that's good. Sorry, I, I get to roll. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the first roll is a crit fail for everyone. <laughs> there we go, 16. Uh, so what you see is there's a puff of smoke that comes down from the ceiling and kind of envelops your head, and it starts to feel like something's happening, and then it goes away. Okay, I run back out and past them, and I go, It's not going to be a fun maze! <laughs> uh, look at Z-Walls, we can just push right through them, no? What's happening? I don't know, I can't see above that. It's too high! Yeah, Jock kind of <laughs> has to jump, because he's like a foot, you know, he's a foot underneath the... And I, I'm just going to, like, push on them. Push on this first wall, I've stepped right into this room. Give me a strength check. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are, they're not strong, but they're not super weak. It's not a piece of paper. Well, I have a minus one for my strength, so I got an eight. <laughs> it wobbles a bit, but it doesn't fall over. God, these walls are indestructible. <laughs> we must go around. <laughs> Butch, don't even try, huh? I wouldn't even bother. Pippi, was was it not a not a happening party in there? More of a Debbie Downer? What, what's going I took a couple steps, and all of a sudden, this gassy stuff came on me. Gassy stuff? I, yeah, maybe maybe you can take it. Yeah, Booch, go through the wall. <laughs> Make a hole for us. There's some spores in there? Some spore Could babies? Could be. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. So, uh, Booch is going to walk in, and I'll just go the same direction that Pippi went, because I, I want these spores. This gas. Does anything happen to Booch? Uh, where are you going? I'm going to follow the same path that Pippi took. So I'm going to walk in and then turn right when I see the this cardboard wall in front of me and follow towards the right and then eventually Can make a left. Can you move your character? Yep. Okay, so so far so good. And so then I've come to the end of this kind of first cardboard wall. You see, Pippi, she triggered it, no? Oh. The rest of the room will probably be safe. All the spores are gone. Dang. Okay, I'll Jacques will follow for sure. So I made it to the end of the first uh, sort of like half wall here, and then I made a left to keep going uh, straight. Um, then I'm going to uh, turn left again to carry, you know, zigzagging back and forth. And you take one more step, and you need to make me a wisdom save as a cloud of gas just comes from the ceiling and shoots down and circles your head. 
Uh, that's 14 for Booch. And you feel weird. You look back at Jacques, who is behind you, and his features start to morph. And he's starting to look like a clown. You see, like, his, his face is, is becoming white makeup with these big red lips and his teeth. And he's a goblin, so uh, he already had somewhat razor-sharp teeth. But his teeth become even bigger and sharper and, and bloody. And this, and then you look at Pippi, who's also back behind Jacques, and, and she looks the same way. And what everybody else sees when you look at Booch is you now see there's a glimmering crown of jagged iron appear on his head. What you do now is, um, on your turn, you must use your action to a melee attack one other creature other than you. You can move if you want to, move, uh, but if there's nobody within reach, you don't attack. At the end of your turn, you can make a wisdom save. Hey, Jacques, it looks like Booch got a prize! Ah, uh, no, it is scary. We must, uh, we must uh, whip him. Oh, baby. I, I think I'm, f I'm fermentating, guys. Something ain't right here. I'm not afraid of Booch. I don't know if we want to roll for initiative or just role play this out. What's going to happen? I think we will just role play this out a little bit because it'll, it'll only last for, um, a minute. It's a minute of Booch rampaging. <laughs> he doesn't have to move, though, and if nobody's within his reach, he won't attack. But if you guys get within melee reach of him, he's going to attack you. He has to attack somebody. I have to. I have to. Even though Booch, Booch has lots of experience with hallucinating and having <laughs> bad trips. Is is <laughs> Booch aware that he's hallucinating? I was going to say he could say something to us. I did. Yeah, I, I would think right off you would be slightly taken off guard. And then maybe like after a couple seconds, you would realize what's going on. I said, I think I'm fermentating. Well, what does that mean? What the hell do you mean? <laughs> I, th I think he just farted. Ah, <laughs> oh, you better step Ooch, back then and gas? Uh, get a whiff of yeah, it. Let us know when you're done. No, no. I think my brain noodle's fermentating. Y'all are looking real funky. Something, Something's oh, not right. I think it's maybe these. I don't, it might have been that, that big poof that we were walking through. What do you mean funky? Uh... You don't look right. Everybody look, don't look right. I ain't stepping a foot into this room. What is happening? <laughs> Babala, you better stay safe, huh? Yeah, I'm staying right in the uh, door. Look at the uh, crown on Booch's head, huh? Maybe we try to get it off him. I I think I think I would think that he's uh, been gassed in some way, and maybe I could help. So I'll go. Hey, hey, I'll, I'll come up and take a look at you. Maybe I can help out. Well, uh, Pippi, be careful. I'm not feeling myself. You are freaked out by this clown version of your friend coming at you. Are you hurt? Do you feel bad? Are you, your stomach tingly? Stay stay back, Pippi. So I'm going to make a swing. So I think I will use um, my claw attack. They're just my natural weapons. Okay. I feel most comfortable with them. Uh, 17 to hit. Oh, yeah. So it's an unarmed strike, 1d4 plus 2. So 5 damage. It's five uh, s slashing damage. And you can use your movement to move away. And um, if you choose to do so, then at the end of your movement, give me a uh, wisdom save. And I'll give you advantage since you are used to fermenting. <laughs> I'm used to my noodle having a little bit of fermentation. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to back up. I'm basically going to go further down this zigzag of little um, cardboard walls away from Pippi. Okay, I'm, I'm going to run back over behind Jacques. I go... <laughs> Give me another wisdom save with advantage. Pipi, Booch is uh, going crazy, huh? I don't know, he's got some kind of problem. Can't believe he hit you. 24 was that one. You come out of it. You shake your head and the everyone else sees the crown just fades away and disappears. And you are your normal self again. Ooh, we. Uh, guys, guys, I'm, I'm awful sorry. Um, I think that wasn't a friendly cloud of spores that that stuff is funky and not in a fresh way. Um, we need to be careful. Something came over me. Y'all looked real, 
real weird. And I couldn't stop myself from... Uh, are you okay, Pippi? I'm so sorry. Hey, sorry, it hurts a little bit here inside my head. It, it wasn't fun. Do you want me to put a sign on me that says Pippi so you know it's me? Uh, well... Let me be right on one of your corn dogs, huh? Well, I gotta save those for the kids. Nah, the kids, I tell you, they earn a, a good wage in this circus. Yeah, I'm not hungry right now. I already ate one. Jacques, listen, there is no proof that these kids are being paid. I'm alive! You saw the posters, huh? Yeah, they're prisoners, potentially. Ah, they are employees. Look, I am gonna go. Right. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I wanna walk. take a step into this room, but I feel like we should just go straight and break through all the walls. I tried, they are impenetrable. You cannot do it. Ugh. I'm gonna step through this broken section, though, on the second wall here. Okay. That's where I was gonna go. That's uh, what I'm saying. Come on, Pamela! Follow me! I'm coming. And I'll just move up to the last wall and just kinda. I'm going to try to give this last wall another push. That's what I'm saying. I was going to break the wall Okay, Pamela, go ahead. I, I tell you, it's impossible. We got to swing at the same time, Jacques. Ah, the power of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> give me a strength check. <laughs> we both have neg negative strength. <laughs> uh, if you guys are doing it together, I'll give you whoever's rolling gets advantage. You can roll, yeah. Pamela can roll. <laughs> Oh, well, my roll is a three, so how about you roll and you take whatever's best? No, advantage. Nope, nope, nope. You get advantage, so you get to roll again and see what you get. Eleven. <laughs> the wall just, it, roll, it rocks, and it comes back, and it rocks again, and it just starts I look over at Booch and I go, Isn't it cardboard? <laughs> <laughs> Pippi. Yeah. Now's not the time to sass no, me. No, I'm not sassing. I was just, uh, it's pretty strong cardboard is what I'm saying. Belric, you hear all these people talking and all this stuff going on. What do you want to do? Uh, well, being as I had, um, bad clown visions myself, uh, I'm gonna very tentatively peek my head around the corner and see if they're evil clown things or not. So what you all see is at the end of this room, on the left side, you see another metal construct like the ones serving people outside the funhouse, laying on the ground and holding an odd metal contraption in its hand. It had fallen through a, a false wall, which is what you now see a little halfling peeking around. Uh, you see there's a track on the floor that looks like it is supposed to travel along to bust, bust out of the to bust out of the fake wall and scare guests. The odd contraption it is holding has a big handle on one end with a long, wide blade sticking out. The blade has metal teeth all around it, and on closer inspection, it looks like the teeth move around the blade. On the right side of the room is another false door, this one intact. And... Ah! That's right where Jack and I are. So it's a track with a robot with a chainsaw. Yes. And standing there, Jacques and Pam... I need you to give me a dex save. <laughs> Finally, something I can do, huh? Oh, no. <laughs> that is only a seven. Oh, my gosh. My dex save is plus five. I rolled a one. Yeah, I rolled a, I rolled a seven <laughs> total for mine. That's my second one today. <laughs> FML. So, all of a sudden, you hear this loud buzzing. Loud whirring, buzzing. Um, what sound does a chainsaw make? <laughs> that. And out of this fake wall on this side comes another metal man. And Jacques and Pam, as you try and dive out of the way of its swinging chainsaw, it just catches you for 10 points of damage each. And it goes along its track, goes out to the middle of the room, turns around and comes back. And then the chainsaw quiets again. That was painful. Huh? So we see Balric now? Yes. Ah, look, it's a, a normal-sized man in here. <laughs> well, I I very much appreciate the the word use of the word normal. Thank you. That that <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, you don't seem to be evil clowns, uh, and then that thing just attacked you. So I'm gonna guess that you're in trouble as well. Hi, I I'm Belric. Uh, people call me Big Belric, uh, and. I came in here to find some kids, and then there were clowns, and I, I, that, that was bad. 
We're in here to find kids too. How's the employees? Maybe they're the same kids. The eight kids? Yeah. Some people in a pub said I was a hero and, and sent me this way by myself. In retrospect, oh, probably very stupid of me to do it, but here we are. Hey, hey, Belric, I'm I'm Booch, and yeah, trust me, I've gone on plenty of adventures in the forest by myself, and it's usually best to to bring a buddy. Yeah, Booch is always tripping. I'm Pam. Pam, nice to meet you, Booch. Andrew, uh, now that you have joined the party, why don't you give us a brief description of your character and who you are? Okay, uh, so um, I'm playing Big Belric. He is a fighter halfling. He's a stout halfling. Uh, and he is a rune knight. And he learned how to be a rune knight. A rune knight is someone who can carve magical ruins in... Ruins? Magical... Well, magical runes that cause ruins, hopefully, <laughs> um, into his equipment... Uh, to have various effects, usually in some ways uh, mimicking various, you know, effects that certain giants have. Um, it also can grow to more than large size and get some bonuses and stuff. And Belric uh, chose to do this because he has always wanted to be big and reach the things on the tall shelves. And um, he was also pretty short for a halfling. Although he had a growth spurt, so now he's a little taller than normal. And uh, and got teased a lot. So he just wanted to be big. So he calls himself Big Belric. Um, I am Andrew Garda. I play a character named Gray on a podcast called Wizards and Lizards. Um, it's myself, and uh, it's run by uh, my friend Eric Chesky. Uh, there, it's a, it's a group sort of thrown together uh, of characters who... I, uh, you know, didn't really know each other and got sucked into some weird uh, espionage-esque sort of nonsense with this big overarching uh, group called The Library, which is actually more menacing than it sounds. Yes. Um, it takes place in a world called Kanharasa, and The Library is kind of like the big governmental structure, for want of a better term. Uh, they control all knowledge. They uh, keep track of knowledge. And what we've found out is that uh, they hide knowledge from people uh, to the detriment of people and sometimes harm uh, those people. Uh, and so we're trying to figure out, A, if we want to do something about it, and B, how do we do something about it? Um, so it's Gray is a uh, shifter, which is a, a humanoid creature who can kind of morph into sort of an in-between uh, full, like, werewolf and, like, part werewolf, I guess. Um, he is a ranger, and uh, he is an arrogant little cuss, um, <laughs> although he had his legs taken out from him uh, not that long ago uh, when he almost murdered someone by accident. Um, usually he murders fiends on purpose. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what that's like at all. No, no, you wouldn't. None of, not one. It's, I'm sure, totally alien. <laughs> Having listened to the show, totally alien. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And you just and, finished and, your first season and you're about to start your second season. Uh, well, you've already played it, haven't you? Start to. We, yeah, we have. And actually, we're, we are adjusting how we're recording. So we're going to be a little closer to when we record to do the release. But. Yeah, we started around quarantine, and we're like, ah, we'll do a bunch to get it in the can, and then we will, you know, go to, like, every other week, once a month, but then we just had so much fun, we kind of just kept rolling, so now we have a lot of stuff in the can. Yeah. <laughs> can't really adjust. It's like trying to adjust an aircraft carrier at this point, so. Um, I actually just, uh, much like our friend M here, uh, DM'd my own uh, intermission episode for them um, that I just released the second episode of. It's on the Wizards and Lizards podcast feed. And the third one will be out either Sunday or Monday, depending on whether Audacity is a big jerk or not. But uh, <laughs> we, we, we have in that one, it takes place in kind of an alternate reality. So different people are playing different characters. Yeah, it's super and, fun. Uh, Ooh, cool. It's a lot of fun, so. That's us. Uh, you can find everything we do on wizardsandlizardspodcast.com, and you can find us on Twitter at wizard underscore lizard, and on Instagram on wizardsandlizardspodcast, and then me trolling people at, at Andrew underscore Garden. 
<laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. So you see this little halfling that you just talked to. You see uh, essentially a chainsaw. You see behind you there's still these tracks on the floor and you don't know what triggered the other mechanical man to come out and slash at you, but it's still there. And you see in front of you a bizarre contraption lies across an open pit. What you see is uh, a wall dividing this hallway that is um, five foot on either side of the wall, five foot wide. And there are two ladders that rotate back and forth. And the ladders are about two foot wide by 15 foot long. And they shake in opposite directions. And the pit is about five foot deep underneath the ladders. You can't get down into the pit. The, the ladders completely cover it. Uh, and the pit's completely empty, except for there's a few old stains on the floors and the walls. What kind of stains do they appear to be? Uh, different. There's a couple different colors. There's a reddish brownish stain. There's a purplish stain. You're not entirely sure what they are. I'll get out my UV light. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was going to rock up and go, Hi, Belric! Pippi loves meeting new people! Nice trousers! Uh, thank you, I, I really appreciate that. And Belric looks over his trousers, which he picked up at like a discount store. So, you know, must have been a good buy when he used that copper. Uh, it's very, very nice to meet all of you, especially since, um, you know, we, we seem to be in some sort of peril. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's good meeting new people, it sure is. How long you been down here? Oh, not too long. I, I don't have my, um, I keep forgetting to turn my, my timepiece around to get the sand to reset. So I'm not totally sure. Uh, maybe I was going to start notching the wall with days or hours, but then I thought the clowns would get me, so I'm not, I, I guess I don't know. Well, we just got in here. Follow us. We're going to try to save these kids. Yeah, I reckon we should stick together. I, with this, these funky clouds coming down from the ceiling, this kind of cardboard maze thingamajig, we don't want to get turned around. All right, how do we climb this ladder? It's hmm. flat horizontal ladder. It's just, and it's weaving back and forth. But, yeah, that seems sketchy. Well, let's uh, walk across it, no? I'll let you take a stab at it, Jacques. I can do it, no problem. Uh, how about you uh, hold hold my whip, just in case? And you pull me back if I fall, no? Yeah, but, I mean, your whip is only ten feet long. Ah, uh, I can make the last five, no problem. You think it'll reach? All right, you know, I got you. Jack, I'll, I'll, uh, uh Jock, Jack... I'll help you out. I'll hold the ladder here and try and steady it. You try and hold the ladder, but it just moves under your hands and you cannot stop it from moving. It's too strong. Ooh-wee. That's a feisty one. Jock, <laughs> you better be careful. <laughs> All right, I'll try to hop, skip, and jump across these things. Deck safe, please. Ooh, that's a 21. Oh, yeah, you easily make it across these ladders. Ah, look at that Pamela. Very easy, no? That was easy! Pippi can do it! And I run. <laughs> Deck save! Full sprint. <laughs> ah, Pippi, I believe in you! Five. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's not quite as easy for you. You fall down prone, and you take four bludgeoning damage. And you are now laying on these ladders as they are moving. Oh, God! Watch the first step! <laughs> you want to make me another deck save see if you can get up and make it the rest of the way across sure can I throw my whip out to her uh yeah if you th you're gonna throw your whip out uh first Jock's <laughs> gonna whip it out she, she does not see your whip whipping out and she takes another uh four points of damage as she I falls flat on her face again to miss, no? Belric leans over to Booch and says um are, are they all couples there's a lot of innuendo am I not or am I overthinking? I, I'm just... You know what? Never mind. <laughs> As the term is thruple. Can I Can I go back to the... Get off the ladder? Because I didn't hardly make it anywhere. You'll have to make me a deck save. I, I, I was just <laughs> going to just gonna try to, to get a running get start. Okay. I, yeah, to even get up, you have to make me a deck save again. Okay, I'll look over and, and see the whip. 
And uh, I'll go, uh, well, you didn't need a whip to get over, so I don't. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> Pam is going to, Pam is going to, oh, Son she's three roll. I didn't look. Okay, well, I was going to give you bardic inspiration, but oh. if you rolled. Yeah, I already rolled, and it wouldn't do much difference. I had a six. And you didn't barely get up before you smacked back it down again and take one more point of bludgeoning damage. How many? <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a very painful death, huh? A slow bludgeon? I've never been very good with ladders, but... Damn it. Pippi. Pippi. Yeah? I believe in you. Here, have some inspiration. I don't know how hard it works. It says uh, as long as she can hear me, she gains a d6. Okay. She has to use it in the next 10 minutes uh, on an ability check, attack, roll, or saving throw. You believe in me, Pam? You really do? Yes, I do, honey. You've got this. You can do it. Okay, with, I think I can do it now. There we go, 17. Yes, and now you make it across. And as you're making it across and Pam is cheering you on, you hear the sound of the uh, chainsaw start up again from the right side closet. Pam takes off. <laughs> okay, you're gonna you're gonna run across the ladders. Are we all, are we all going to go down the same hallway here, or, or what are we thinking? <laughs> I was thinking of trying the other one. Just yeah, well, we may need to go like a two at a time here if these chainsaws are revving up. Yeah, well, Peppy was having so many so much trouble that uh, that Belric's thinking uh, maybe there's something wrong with it and and you know uh it, it just didn't happen the first time pam's gonna go on the one Jacques went on basically okay and i'm gonna go on the other one okay both of you give me deck saves oh goody 21 for pam let's pam go easily dances across these ladders oh yeah girl uh 17 for belric and belric also makes it across Hooray! booch is booch is starting to get a little bit concerned because he knows <laughs> Uh, that he's clumsy. He's got a big, heavy shell, and it's a little bit off balance with all the spore babies here and there. Um, and now he's last to go, so he's hurrying along. As you're standing there, getting ready to run, you're standing on the left side of the room. You hear, or you see, the mechanical man come out of the right false door, come halfway across the room, wave his chainsaw around, and go back into the false door. But you were standing well out of its way, out of its reach. You did not get hurt. Hot diggity dog, I almost got a, a close shave there. Um, guys, wait up for me. I'm probably the clumsiest here. Uh, so I'm going to... I think Booch probably should have disadvantage with this, to be honest. Because one if of his... If I want you to have disadvantage, okay. I will definitely give you disadvantage. You have big, wide feet. One of his attributes is that he's very clumsy. But anyway, okay. You have big, wide feet, and I don't trust you're going to make it on one roll anyway. <laughs> Oh, boy. I didn't need disadvantage. Uh, that's a nat one. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you are going to take... Uh, you're going to uh, fall backwards onto your shell, which protects you, so you only take two points of bludgeoning damage. But you squish a little spore, baby. And now you're stuck on your shell. <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> my, my little legs are, and arms are kind of flailing around in the air. <laughs> I think we must leave him now he is a uh, hopeless for a booch he's gone i'm gonna follow uh, belrick so okay you're over here then yeah okay give me another deck save oh that's ridiculous it's another nat one <laughs> okay <laughs> you try and get up and you fall right back down and you take four more points of bludgeoning damage pam's gonna cheerlead again you got this booch you can do it just come on give it all you got and i give you a extra d6 Oh, Pam, I'm, I'm just such a klutz. I knew this was going to be bad. Y'all taking up all my inspiration early, but it's fine. <laughs> These are just ladders, people. I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big lumbering turtle. Mm-hmm. Come on, Booch, roll over. Pam says you can do it. Jacques, from the closet next to you, you hear a soft voice going, Pedal, 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 pedal. You just, just kind of make it out a little bit of a whisper. Wow, can you believe what just happened? Oh my gosh, the, uh, things are just getting crazy. You can visit us at incorrigibleparty.com for additional world NPC information to get all your Incorrigible Party merchandise. 
join us on our Discord, linked on our website. Recently, The Incorrigible Party has started streaming on Twitch. Do you want to watch video games, board games, interact with us, catch us on live after-party recordings, follow us on Twitch, at Incorrigible Party. If for some reason, probably because you're incorrigible, like us, you can't get enough of our content, please support us on Patreon. Our Patreon gives you early releases to episodes, extra inspiration to give your favorite hero, Mia, wink wink, or the DM, I suppose. Patreon-exclusive content includes Patreon-exclusive mini-campaigns. This podcast is sponsored by Critical Hit Design at criticalhitdesign.com. Thanks to Tabletop Audio for allowing us to use any ambient sounds or music during our show. And our intro and outro is by Josh Jarvis. Contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com for any inquiries. Happy adventuring!